How's it going, everyone? My name is Alfonso Cadena. And Jose Luis Cadena. And this is the Eminence Legacy Live podcast. So today we're going to be talking about accountability. Accountability is defined as showing up and setting up and accomplish the things that you said you do. It's about taking personal responsibility for your work. It's also about trusting your teammates and knowing you can count on each other to get things done. So one of the first aspects that we want to talk about when it comes to accountability is commitment. You set out a set of rules, a set of goals that you want to follow. And you need to personally commit to stick to these goals. To stick to these rules that you set out for yourself. So one of the things that I thought when I was looking into the topic of accountability is that it always involves someone else. And even though there's value to that, it's just that you're going to have to take the responsibility of owning this, of being accountable to yourself before you commit yourself to other people. And the reason for this is several. First of all, there's not always going to be someone that shares the same value as you when it comes to accountability, which is why it's a value that you need to teach yourself, that you need to live by, that you need to demonstrate, and in the process, create other accountable people with you. Because nobody's going to see when you break those rules. Nobody's going to see when you, when you fail to wake up in the morning. Nobody's going to see when you don't show up to your meetings or to stick to your commitments. That's why it is something that we need to take upon ourselves and strive for. This is where you need to analyze your conviction. What are your beliefs? What are, what are you really doing with your life? If we don't take the full responsibility of your life, no one else will. Personal accountability starts with me. I can only change myself. I cannot change what's happening around me. I cannot change the people around me. And definitely, I cannot have somebody with me 24-7 to make sure I'm doing what's right. And you bring up a very good point. You cannot change the people around you. However, when it comes to accountability, it's something that you cannot hide. You know, when you're an accountable person, you're going to see it. Other people are going to see it. If you do something wrong and you admit it, own up to it, people respect that. And you know what happens is that it's a value that is taught to other people and they'll eventually learn for themselves. So one of the things that stood out to me when looking into this topic is, and I think this is true for parents, and I think it's, it's true during leadership roles, is our tendency to want to protect. Our tendency to want to flatten the road for the people behind us. That way they can have a breeze when following us in our endeavors. And this could be an issue. I definitely have to agree with that because as a leader, I've seen myself um, struggle with that, that a lot of times I want to take full responsibility what's happening around me because I'm the one leading them and I want to protect them because in, in some sort of way, I feel kind of guilty that we're in a certain predicament. But at the end of the day, I take a lot of heat that maybe I should be able to allow them to take a little bit of heat so the people that are working with me or the people that are around me can grow into the the 
person that they need to be that their character develops through the process because accountability is not just about it's always my fault it's about it's about, about understanding that yes the buck stops with you but at the same time there has to be a coaching process in place allowing you to help others get to the same um, goals or the same standards that you are on when it comes to being accountable now i'm not saying i'm accountable 100 percent or that i'm a perfect leader in no way and am i trying to portray that this is the reason that um we're working on ourselves we're continually um, looking into these topics because we're trying to grow ourselves but these are things that we see that uh, that me myself as a leader I know that I've been doing this wrong because a lot of times, again, I try to kind of compensate for the lack of my leadership. And I allow some things to go under the radar that I really need to address. One of the things that I would like to add to that comment is that we want to take control. You know, we know our capabilities, we have certain standards, and we want other people to do exactly the same. But you know what? If you don't promote the value of accountability, then you're not going to see growth in that person. So even though they might not do things the way that you like, or perhaps they don't even do the task at all, or or they just try to pass on the responsibility to you, in the end, it falls with us because we are not making them resilient by making them accountable for their own actions so i'm not saying to just let them either sink or swim but at least direct the course let them navigate the waters and if they need your help then you'll be there to help but this is true when it comes to parenting too right like um i've seen parents where they like to uh, make everything so easy for their child rather than making the child accountable It's very important that we allow each person to develop accordingly to who they are They're gonna have some strengths and weaknesses different from ours Our job is to guide them as an accountable and responsible person our job is to guide these people and allow them to kind of make their mistakes but walk them through it and allow them to understand what they need to do in order for them themselves to become accountable and responsible for their own actions and their own lives. At the end of the day, they need to be responsible for themselves. We need to be responsible for ourselves. But on the other side of that same coin is the truth that Another aspect of accountability is ownership. So, you are going to give the people either working with you or the people that you're responsible for the ability to respond for themselves and to take care of themselves. But at the same time, you as a leader are going to take the responsibility and the ownership of whether it turns out uh, of as to whether things turn out good, bad, or ugly. So what comes to mind is a scene from The Office where Michael Scott gives like the golden ticket idea um, and he f at first thinks that his corporate office is very upset because they had just lost a lot of money. So what does he do? He makes one of his employees take the fall saying that, he, that it wasn't his idea but it was his employee's idea because his initial impression was that 
corporate was going to be very upset because all the money that they lost. Little did he know that later on, the marketing team and the corporate office and his bosses came by and said, hey, that was a genius idea. But by this point, he didn't own it. He only wanted the glory. He only wanted to be part of it if it worked out. Otherwise, he was willing to push someone else under the bus. And that's an example of of ownership, you know. So you're at the same time, you're going to, yes, take responsibility for when things go wrong. But when things go right, there's going to be credibility to why things turned out right. Because when you messed up, you got back up. You learned from it and you did it better the next time. The important thing about ownership is that if you don't take control of that situation, that problem, that issue that you're facing, then that means you can't fix it. That means you can't work with it because it's not yours to work on. But if you take full responsibility and take ownership of that, then you have the power to make changes. You have the power to adjust. You have the power to do it different the next time. If you do not take ownership, you won't have the capability because that problem, it's always going to be somebody else's problem. And at the end, nobody is going to fix that problem because nobody is going to own up to it. So this is where you we need to step up to it and say, you know what? This is mine. And there's so much stability and so much confidence that is built into your team when there is someone that would just take responsibility. Because when you have a setting in where nobody wants to take responsibility and they're just blaming the person next to them, nothing is ever going to get done. And this is going to be a stressful environment. And instead of you trying to fix it, you're going to spend more time trying to find how to blame others. And as a result, it's going to cause resentment towards each other in that team. So it's just not worth going down that path. Be the leader. Stand out. Be innovative. And more importantly, be willing to learn. Because with every single adversity, with every single thing that goes wrong, it's simply something that is going to build up your character. It is going to give you more experience and expertise on your field. And it's going to make you more resilient and accountable. The ability to learn and readjust. When we take that ownership, it gives us that ability to, to do all those things. And if we're able to learn through our mistakes, through the process, we know what not to do next time. And it, it makes us have valuable information for other people that want to that, that, that you are leading at that at that point. So it's very important that you take the good with the bad. And at the end of the day, you're going to analyze what you've done and see, OK, this is that I could have adjusted this way. I could have I could have done this different. And once you start doing into that self-development process, you're going to see that. The sky's the limit because at this point you understand how to readjust when things don't go your way. And with that said, when you read the book QBQ, the question behind the question, practicing personal accountability in life by John G. Miller, there's some questions, right, that he gives us 
for guidance when it comes to accountability. The way we structure a question is going to shape the way we think about an issue, the way we see the circumstance, and the way we respond to it. What are some things that you can tell us about these strategies? Well, it's changing the narrative. Again, we're talking about the way you're looking at things. If you use a, a word like when, when is normally identified when you're going to procrastinate something. Well, when this happens, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Or the other one is, um, I'm not sure why that happened, or I'm not sure why they did that. Again, you're shifting the, the, the responsibility to somebody else. So when you're hearing the words what, how, who, when, you're normally using these words to kind of find an escape code or find somebody else to blame. So this is very important for us to ask really what's the what's the reasoning behind what I'm saying? Is it because I'm trying to procrastinate? Is it because I'm trying to to shift the blame to somebody else? Or is it because I'm trying to manipulate another person? So a lot of times that we 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 use this type of language in order for us to kind of structure the narrative around what we want, which most of the time is that we're being dishonest. So the narrative, we need to kind of change it or other times we might do it unconsciously because you don't want to take the heat for something. But we need to kind of change the way we're asking these questions if we want to actually fix and take full responsibility of the situation that's currently happening in your life. So definitely think about how you want to structure that question. Don't think about when. Think about how am I going to fix this now? What is the problem that we need to address now? Think in the present. Don't think in the future. Don't think of possibilities. Don't think of who to blame. Think about how you're structuring, why you're asking it, and what you want to get done by asking this question. Personal accountability sounds a little bit more like I need to take care of this. It's more like asking the right questions. Okay, what can I do to make this better? What can I do to make a difference? How can I help this move forward? Those questions, you you completely change the narrative of blaming somebody else and taking full responsibility to changing the course of the situation. And you're able to navigate this a little bit better because now you take full control of the, of the, of the problem or the issue or what you want to correct. And you're able to make those decisions. So it's very important that our wording starts changing and we focus on an action that needs to take place in order for something to to get fixed or for us to be able to be more accountable for our own lives. So back to the uh, question example, such as framing. So it's like you said, all of these questions are based on actual actions. So if you ask, how can I provide value to you? Is First of all, what about this question is that the subject is you. How can I, what will you be doing? Provide value to you. Or if you ask, how can I do my job better today? So once again, the subject is you. And the action is, how are you going to do your job better? How can I improve the situation? Once again, the subject is you. 
and the action is improving the situation. So make your act make your questions action focused and this will direct you as to what you need to do. We need to work on trying to find the solution for our problems and not look for who to blame. And with this, we, uh, we're going to close out with uh, the three C's which, uh, for accountability, which are clarity, commitment, and consequence. We need to have clarity for what we're doing. We need to have that commitment and what will be the consequences if we don't follow through. So it's very important that we take full responsibility for our own lives and become accountable and responsible for what we're doing. And that concludes this week's episode. If you would like to hear more from us, don't forget to visit us at eminencelegacy.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you like what you hear, don't forget to visit patreon.podbean.com slash eminencelegacy, where you can contribute a donation to, to support programming like this and to continue to provide free resources such as our blog available in our, in our webpage and this podcast itself. Have a great week, everyone, and we'll hear from you very, very soon.